This is the Cane Growers Podcast, where we discuss issues and topics that are relevant to Australian sugarcane growers. I'm Robin Devine, and today we're taking a closer look at the Cane Growers Climate Change Policy. I'm talking with Mick Quirk, who's the Senior Manager for Cane Growers Environment and Sustainability, and Elisa Westmore, who's the Cane Growers Policy Officer. How are you? Hello, Robin. Good to be here. First up, why do we have a policy? Well, Robin, um, obviously most people are more than well aware of the climate change issue um, and the concern about um, emissions from human activities and, the, and the, uh, the impact that has on a, uh, a climate that can, can continue to warm and disrupt the climate further. So um, all industries uh, will have a part to play in addressing climate change and the government policies in particular are looking for opportunities to both reduce emissions um, uh, but also to capture emissions or uh, such as CO2 in soil or in plant material. So for the industry, it's, it's both a risk in terms of how climate might impact farming practices over time uh, but also an opportunity for us to show that we, we can actually contribute to reduced emissions as well. It, it's part of us being a good, a good citizen um, in the Australian society. The policy itself is really about documenting what our position is, what the issues might be, where the risks are for the industry, where the opportunities might be. So tell us the positive story of the industry. Well. Our industry is relatively ahead of the game by the issue of climate change. A lot of our farmers are based along the Queensland coast um, and quite close to the Great Barrier Reef Lagoon. Um, and for that reason, um, our industry has been doing a lot of work on trying to improve uh, water quality and decrease our impact on water quality in the inshore Great Barrier Reef. So. Um, we have created a best management practice program to try and help our farmers reduce their impacts. And the good news is that a lot of the practices um, that our farmers have been taking up over the last 10 years, uh, in addition to improving water quality, they're also the very same practices that you would need to adopt to reduce your greenhouse gas emissions as a farmer. So we've actually made a lot of strides already um, on reducing our impact on climate change. Uh, and the sugar industry is also a major part of the potential solution to some of the climate change problems. So uh, we are amongst the best feedstocks for things like biofuel and things like bioplastics. Electrification is the solution to fuel-related climate issues. But at the end of the day, we've got hundreds of thousands of internal combustion engines that will be in circulation in the Australian economy for the next 20 or so years. Um, regardless of the quickness of the uptake of electric. So there is a major role for biofuels to play in reducing those emissions over the next 20 years. And we are the, we are the source of that. Yeah, so it all contributes to uh, reduced reliance on uh, uh, fossil fuels long-term for either for plastics uh, or for powering um, engines, uh, be that for land use or mm. potentially uh, for aircraft as well. What are the industry's major sources of emissions? Yeah, so our major sources of emissions, you can kind of think of it as two halves essentially. Roughly half our emissions are what's called infield emissions and that's things like nitrous oxide coming off the field 
uh, after you apply fertiliser. So the, ni- the nitrogen in fertiliser is turned into nitrous oxide, which is a green greenhouse gas. The other half of our emissions come from using non-renewable energy. So things like using diesel to power your tractors and your machinery, using electricity to power your irrigation. Um, That is the other half of the sugar industry's emissions. Um, In that non-renewable energy input, um, there's also, we kind of get lumped with um, the greenhouse gas emissions that come from actually making the farm inputs. So the emissions of the fertiliser manufacturer from making that fertiliser, some of that is counted against us and our ledger. So um, things like reducing your fertiliser use and making sure that it's actually matched to the crop's needs using the six easy steps methodology, that reduces both the nitrous oxide coming off your field, but also, you know, you've bought potentially, depending on how much you were using to begin with, less fertiliser from the manufacturer and reduce some of those manufacturer emissions as well. Um, Some of the other practices, you know, around like reducing fuel use, so um, reduced tillage, you know, you don't have to go through your field as many times anymore, so you've put less diesel in to your machinery, so that's reduced some of those emissions. Um, Electricity, you know, so um, in-field monitoring of your crop's water needs to make sure that you are matching your irrigation correctly, you know, you may potentially be saving on some of your electricity and saving yourself some money as well as reducing greenhouse gas emissions. And one of the positive things, again, with this is that these industry best practices are also consistent with improving financial performance. So uh, not having a surplus nitrogen or unnecessary amounts of nitrogen applied, you're saving costs there. Um, reducing uh, tillage and uh, therefore any uh, fuel use and the cost of uh, machinery uh, depreciation, etc. Uh, and then improved irrigation management, uh, reducing the amount of water used, and also, potent, uh, importantly, the uh, amount of expensive electricity that's being used. So essentially, they're good practices. It makes sense to be doing these things. Yep. Both in water quality and in, in reducing emissions. And also um, productivity. That's yeah, what we Yeah, it's a win-win situation, really, between getting those environmental benefits. And, and that's why uh, Smart Cane BMP, which is informed by industry growers and SRA's uh, experience and, and research data, they are very good at identifying where the win-wins are, things that are good for the environment and things that are also are good for production and profit. So the things that we're currently doing, um, if we're using Smart Cane BMP and best management practices, all support good business and the industry overall. What are the challenges moving forward then that are kind of outside some of our direct control and how do we manage those or mitigate those challenges? Yeah, for sure. So some of the sources of our emissions are outside of our direct control and that's where we need to work with other stakeholders like the government um, to see how we can further reduce those. So, for example, fossil fuel usage, you know, which is about half of, like, non-renewable energy use, it's about half the source of our emissions. We don't manufacture the fertiliser ourselves. Um, We don't have much control over whether or not that manufacturer is using natural gas or green hydrogen to manufacture the ammonia that goes into um, fertiliser. 
Um, and we also don't control the electricity grid. Um, ultimately, it's up to the government as to whether the electricity grid is powered by coal or renewable energy. So we'll need like government energy companies, man- input manufacturers to work with us going forward um, to try and reduce some of these emissions that are, you know, on our ledger, but kind of outside our control a little bit. You know, there's only so far that you can get by reducing our use of that input, ultimately, if the input itself is made using fossil fuel. So having a strong climate policy um, supports cane growers? Helps inform um, our advocacy work. So it communicates to all the key stakeholders, particularly the government and those uh, other companies that are responsible for uh, producing uh, energy in various types of energy. Um, the sort of things that, that we need as part of the farming sector if we're going to make um, if additional large cuts um, in, in emissions beyond what we can do with just best practice on the, on the ground. There's also some potential uh, for on the on-farm side for R&D into things like uh, enhanced efficiency fertilisers, um, some of those that have nitrification inhibitors, for example, can help reduce uh, nitrous oxide losses. So how do we use those efficiently and profitably to get the maximum benefit while still maintaining the production of the crop? Um, and Cane Growers has been managing a project funded by the Australian Government with and conducted by SRA looking at these types of fertilisers but with a water quality benefit side of things. It's also going to have a nitrous oxide um, reduction benefit. So there's opportunities there that require some further work before they become sort of mainstream and widely adoptable. Uh, But there are some tweaks we can do on farm. But as Elisa said, there's a lot of broader, bigger issues in the carbon climate space than farming in general and sugarcane specifically. Um, So we are reliant on um, piggybacking on the big, big changes that happen. But bringing it together in a climate policy is the start and the beginning foundation of yep. future work it, of where it, we move forward. It helps us identify who we need to talk to, what we need from them, what we can do together, um, how we can, you know, what maybe what we can change or what we have to contribute um, and just kind of map that over the next, you know, five to ten years in an iterative way you know it's something that can be updated from year to year with our progress um, and where we would like to go from one year to the next. As you said at the moment we're in a discovery phase you know segmenting where we've been consolidating that and um, moving forward we're discovering other opportunities and how best we can work um, for our members moving forward. Yes um, with Sugar Research Australia um, you know the industry is looking at an updated assessment of its emissions uh, on-farm emissions uh, and and, and the milling emissions from the on-farm perspective that'll um, confirm where I guess where our major emissions come from um, and also indicate in terms of our emissions intensity, how much emissions do we produce per tonne of sugar produced, uh, where we stand regarding our sort of overseas competitors and other industries within Australia. So it will be about benchmarking where we are and then seeing what we need can do to improve practically. 
I think that's a challenge for all the uh, agricultural industries. Food security is very important, so no one wants to compromise food productivity, no one wants to compromise the profitability of farmers. Uh, so it's about what we can do practically uh, to reduce our emissions while ensuring we maintain the viability of the industry and the productivity of our farms. A lot of this is kind of predicated on um, our, our BMP programs, my cane, um, and so one of our major asks of our stakeholders, in addition to the things outside of our control, is for that support for Smart Canvas program, continued support over the long term, because it is going to be the major vehicle through which we deliver this change. Having the farmers' um, story of how they farm uh, and the changes they've made over time, capture that in BNP, allows us to express that as an environmental benefit in terms of reduced emissions, improved water quality, and in the climate change arena, that's going to become increasingly important given we're an export-oriented industry. You know, a lot of the export uh, companies or the export um, importers are looking at, well, what are the credentials, the environmental credentials of various uh, sources of, of sugarcane and other products. So the, the better we can tell our, our good story, uh, our, our verified story of our uh, efforts on the environment, including climate change, then more likely we can get retain access to the full range of markets. And also, I suppose, put to bed some some myths that are potentially out there and really recognise what growers are doing um, currently, today, and have been doing. It is. Uh, having um, practical information that um, growers, represents growers' good practices, um, that's credible. It does help the industry tell its story that it's an important food producer, important part of the regional economy. Um, growers have been doing... Uh, a lot of improvements over the years. Um, we're still open to new improvements that are evidence-based and that the bottom line is, is not harmed. I think agriculture and in general has a pretty good story to tell, but also wants to show that you know, it, it wants to be protected from the impact of the carbon economy because uh, its food security is so important, but we're also uh, willing to do our bit to, uh, to contribute uh, to, to some good outcomes. Well, thanks very much for your time today. Um, and if anybody wants to learn more about the climate change policy, it's up on our website on canegrowers.com.au. Um, and if you've got any questions, always contact us at info at canegrowers.com.au.